Hi. <laughs> okay, so it is currently 8.45 p.m. on Friday, July 3rd, and I just finished editing this first episode, and I'm going to upload it. But there are a couple of things I wanted to say first. So, number one, this is not a normal episode. This is just very much an intro episode, me getting used to talking to a microphone and just learning how to fucking do this. And I also just wanted to take a few minutes to basically talk about everything that's happened since I shared my story in terms of all the feedback that I got, all of the messages that you shared with me and common themes that I heard and saw throughout those messages because I think um, that it's very important to bring awareness to that, and I think you'll see why in a little bit. So um, I definitely spend more time discussing eating and body image and all of that in this episode than I will in most other episodes. Um, Like I said, this is not an eating disorder podcast. Not every episode and not even a majority of episodes are going to be about eating disorders. Yes, of course, I'll talk about healthy eating, intuitive eating, and wellness and all of that, but um, eating disorders are not going to be the main focus, but um, I'm definitely going to talk about that in this first episode. So um, all episodes moving forward, most, sorry if you hear Bella walking in the background, most will have guests like a strong majority will have guests, but either way, they will be much more structured and around uh, a topic. This is not an eating disorder or mental health podcast. This is not a podcast just for girls. There are going to be a lot of different themes covered and a lot of different types of guests that I'm going to have on. This podcast is called You'd Never Know because I'm going to be talking to a lot of people about the things you'd never know about them, whether it's a little um, thing they do every morning that's a ritual and a really integral part of their morning routine or a really hard time they went through that really shaped them into the person they are today. So just all of the things, big and small, that you'd never know about people, I'm going to be asking everyone um, what they wish they could tell their younger self. And that's what we're going to do. So yeah, I mean, it's really going to be a podcast that covers a wide range of topics, really anything that falls under the umbrella of um, approachable, relatable lifestyle, wellness, business, personal growth, all of that. So of course, some episodes will be more focused on eating intuitively and physical health. Others will be about business. Others will be about mental health. Um, And you know, it's really going to be up to what you guys respond to and want to see more of. That will be a pretty large determinant of, of what it you know, takes form to be. I want to create what you guys want to hear, but of course I'll also, you know, be trusting my gut. But yeah, and and of course I'm going to share what I feel called to share and I'm going to have people on who have made a difference in my life or who I know have um, a lot to to say that could really impact others as well. So um, with that being said, I am going to get right into it. But yeah, okay, the fourth is tomorrow. So I hope that you all have a happy, safe fourth. Please be safe and please be smart. And I'll tell you what my mom told me every single time I like left the house in high school. She said, make good choices. So make good choices. Okay, enjoy. <laughs> Oh, fuck. One more thing. Um, a couple times throughout the episode, you will hear like a little bit of a fuzzy static noise. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. <laughs> this is my first time and I'm, and I'm trying to learn how to use all the equipment and everything. And I really thought that I had troubleshooted everything and wouldn't have issues, but I had a couple of the settings wrong and it go, got blown out. Um, it, it 
certain points. So I'm sorry. I know it's really annoying, but it's not, it's not that bad. Um, but I promise that it will not be a thing moving forward. Okay. Bye. Oh my God. Here we fucking go. I'm kind of like hopped up on an iced matcha right now. It's 5.25 p.m. on this Tuesday, June afternoon, and here I am attempting to be a podcaster for the first time. Not sure how it's going to go. Stay tuned to find out. Um, I turned off my air conditioning. I made sure that nothing's in the dryer or the dishwasher, and I um, am sitting here with my new professional microphone and pop filter. I now know what a pop filter is. Thanks, Google. Um, So yeah, hopefully this sounds okay because I've watched probably seven different YouTube, no, probably like 11, probably 11 different YouTube videos showing me how to edit audio, how to set up my podcast equipment, everything like that. So let's talk about the name because I don't really know where the fuck else to start or what else to talk about. It's like, I feel like I have everything and nothing to say all at once, especially for this first episode. I feel like there's so much pressure on and like everyone's listening for the first time and I'm trying to convince you all to stay and subscribe and listen more. And I'm just going to pretend like that isn't the case because that's really fucking stressful. Here's the deal. So I love podcasts. Okay. Like I listen to them all day, every day, I have for years. Love them all. Entertaining ones, funny ones, educational ones. I love that you can still like do other things while you're listening so you can be productive and it doesn't require all of your attention. So who knows? Maybe you're doing the dishes right now. Maybe you're on a walk. I don't fucking know. Um, but hi, thank you. So, oh no, my pop filter's slipping off. Oh shit. That probably just made a really loud noise. Oh no. Hello? Hello? Oh no. Kind of sounds echoey. (gasps) Master echo. Off. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, so, and for so long, like, I knew that I would love to do a podcast, but I just didn't think there was a space for me. I thought that podcasts, the whole platform was so oversaturated. There were so many out there already, and I didn't just want to, you know, create some lame attempt at a podcast that failed. So I just never really gave it a second thought. But then I shared my story. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my Instagram at it's Hannah Eve. It's linked in my bio. I basically just spelled out every important letter of my five-year battle with bulimia. So that happened. And I still have hundreds of unread messages. I'm trying to get to them as quickly as I can. But when I read them, I want to give every person my full attention and be able to have a conversation with them. So I'm trying to go through them slowly because I'd rather have meaningful interactions and be able to actually talk to you guys. So anyway, um, the response to me sharing my story was something that I never could have expected. I need to slow down. Maybe the mantra was a bad idea. Okay. Brave Hannah. Um, The response was something I never could have expected or imagined in a million years. Um, Just so many people that I really have never been close to. So many people that I didn't even know that they knew I existed. Just people that I, you know, older girls that I went to high school with, people that I went to Indiana with that I thought didn't like me. Just, you know, so many people. And I got messages that were all over the place. I got a lot of just really kind messages of people commending me for sharing my story, which was so sweet. I got messages of people who have family members that are battling eating disorders right now. I got messages from people that have dealt with eating disorders themselves, but that are now doing better. Um, People that are 
dealing with eating disorders and battling them right now. And I also got a lot of messages of people who just struggle with mental health, anxiety, or depression. But overwhelmingly, a strong majority of the messages that I got are from girls who have either had disordered eating in the past or who have disordered eating now. And it might not be so extreme that it requires any type of intense outpatient or inpatient program, but a lot of them are in therapy or would definitely be a candidate for, I mean, I think everyone could benefit from therapy, but just not anyone that would be diagnosed as bulimic or anorexic, but just girls who have such intense body dysmorphia. And I mean like like an overwhelming amount of girls, like girls that I know very well or who I follow and watch all of their stories and you truly would just never know. Like so many girls deal with this shit, like girls that post food, girls that appear to have such a healthy relationship with food, girls who I have mutual friends with who, you know, there were never any whispers that there was anything wrong and, you know, like, you might never even know. Maybe their parents don't even know, but for some of these girls, it's just an internal battle. It's something that they think about all the time. Um, for a lot of them, I was the first person they ever told, or sometimes I was the only person that knew in addition to their mom or their boyfriend or their best friend. But so many girls carry this around and no, it may not be this eating disorder that's consuming their lives, but so many girls that have very small, thin bodies still have such intense body dysmorphia and spend so much of their day thinking about food. And it's just like, I just wish I could gather all of these girls in a room and be like, look around. You all are feeling the same way. And I just like, I was reading this messages and I was just like, holy shit. Like I got messages from girls I went to high school with, like girls that were a couple years older than me. Girls that I always looked up to as just like stunning and so fucking cool. And they were saying this shit. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're literally perfect. Like, what? Like, why do you think about this for two seconds? Like, because you always think that if you just looked like that, you know, we all have like those girls in our head and it's like, okay, like if I just looked like her, then I would have this or then he would like me or then, you know, I would be happy. There are all these things, right? So to get messages from some of those girls who were that to me, it was just like the biggest mind fuck of all time. I just hit my fucking self in the face with a pop filter. Ugh. I just like, I wish I could gather all these girls in a room and just be like, holy shit, all of you are fine. There's nothing wrong with you. And what like, and part of the reason I wish I could do that is because all of these girls see all of the other girls on Instagram with their skinny bodies and their fucking filters and their face tune and not actually not even fuck the face tune. These girls are all just really skinny as fuck. Okay. But they think that they're all naturally skinny. They think it's all easy. They think they're just living their lives and just intuitively eating and having these naturally thin bodies. And we all have those friends that just have great relationships with food and are naturally thin and I'm not dismissing those people, but there's a lot of fucking people who are really skinny and they're not naturally that way. And they're doing a lot of fucked up shit or they're just thinking about food a lot in order to get those bodies, but it doesn't appear that way. Okay. That's the, that's the issue here. You, everyone, and like, it's fine. You know, not everyone is morally obligated to, to be so transparent on Instagram. It's, it's not any one person's fault. But I want everyone that's listening to know that like 99, five, no, not 99, 95% of the skinny, pretty girls on your Instagram feed do not naturally have those bodies. No, they might not have a, an eating disorder, but I promise they are preoccupied with food. And, or even if they don't, they don't think that they're skinny, okay? They're not confident with their bodies. 
And it's not that every single person that I know or grew up with is broken or flawed, okay? That's not, that's not the common denominator here. It's society, and I know that sounds cliche, but it fucking is, okay? And I think that if we start to talk about these things, if I start to talk about these things, then maybe we can all start to realize that each one of you that's listening isn't the broken, defective one that has a really fucking hard time losing weight or maintaining a weight that might not actually be healthy for your body, okay? I want you to know that all of those girls you follow on Instagram that you see, even if they post healthy food or they post junk food or whatever the fuck they post and you sit there and you say, why is it so easy for them? It's probably not, okay? It's also a probably really fucking flattering angle with a great visco filter and face tune. And it's probably the one best picture out of 100 or like at least 12, okay? So know that. Why do you want to weigh any less than the place that your body naturally wants to be when you are eating and working out healthy, balanced, and in a way that's respectful to your body? Why the fuck is it worth being a size 24 if you have to starve yourself or say no to eating with your friends or never drink or run 12 miles a day to get it? Why, like, at that point, you're just valuing so much other shit over your health and happiness. And you're like, why? You need to ask yourself why. Like, what? Why? Seriously. Is it because you think a guy will like you? Is it because you think your friends will like you? Is it because you think it'll make you happier? It won't. It really won't. If you're trying to lose 10 pounds because you think it'll make you happier, I'll tell you what. You're going to lose 10 pounds and your jeans are going to fit a little bit different. That's it. No one's going to treat you differently. Seriously. And if anyone treats you differently because you lost 10 pounds, then literally fuck them and they can go fuck themselves. Same if you gain 10 pounds. Seriously, fuck that. That's really fucked up. I probably should have put like a trigger warning at the beginning of her language. Sorry. It's how I express myself. I grew up with a mom that never swore. Isn't that funny? Like ever. I've probably heard her swear like a total of three times and I think two of them had to do with golf. I don't know what the third one was, but I just, I'm going to give her like one, you know. So I don't know where the fuck I came from. See, oh, can't help it. I want to create a podcast that's like relatable, approachable wellness. Like, yeah, I fucking love to meditate and journal. When I do it, I feel great, but I don't fucking do it every day. I wish I did, but I don't. And that's the truth. I just think there's such a lack of transparency, for lack of a better word. There really just is. And I, I think it's a huge gift that so many people trusted me enough to open up to me and confide in me about their struggles and how they feel and just anything they could relate to of what I said. And holy fuck, so many people could relate to it, you know? So if, if those are how many people could relate to it out of the amount of people that read my story, how many more people in the fucking country and in the world do you think could relate to it too? I'm not saying that I'm trying to reach the world. I'm just saying like basically everyone's feeling the same way and no one's talking about it. So everyone thinks that they're broken, you know, and it makes everyone feel shitty. I don't want this podcast to make anyone feel shitty. I literally, I, I don't want to make one single person feel shitty. I want to, I want to empower people to make choices that make themselves feel better and stop tolerating feeling okay when they could be feeling great. You know, that's what I want. Um, I was talking to Kristen McGrath, one of my favorite people and favorite Soul Cycle instructors. Um, she's definitely going to be one of the first guests that I have on. But we were talking about wellness. We were talking about juicing because we're both on this like juicing thing. <laughs> Fucking love celery juice, by the way. The hype is real, okay? It's just try it. Trust me. Um, it'll make you feel fucking amazing. Anyway, we were talking about it. And then she, 
And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you know, it just, it makes me feel so good. And then she was saying how before she got really deep into health and wellness, even when she was a soul cycle instructor, but she basically um, got diagnosed with Lyme disease, unfortunately, and then had to get really serious about her health and wellness because there were so many holistic practices that she could do to make herself feel better. And um, anyway, just in addition to how it helped her Lyme disease, she was just speaking generally and saying, you know, it's so crazy. Like before, before you're really in it, when you see these health and wellness things, you just, you think that they're like so hippy dippy and weird. And you look at people that do yoga all the time and juice and, you know, do this and that. And you just think they're so fucking weird. And then like you get in it yourself and whatever that looks like for you, it doesn't need to mean juice or yoga, just whatever wellness practice makes you feel good. It's like you're in it and then you're like, holy fuck, this is why everyone's doing it. Cause it just makes you feel so good. You know? Like it really looks weird and doesn't make sense until you're in it and you're like, holy shit, I feel amazing. Like I have energy. I'm not bloated. I'm happy. And whatever works for you. Like I don't care if that's keto or vegan or spinning or walking or whatever the fuck, like meditating, like whatever it is. But once you find what works for your body and you get so deep into it, it's like you get obsessed with feeling good. And I don't mean obsessed like orthorexia. No, I mean like genuinely when you get in touch with your body and you get obsessed with feeling good. That's all it is. And then I said to her, like, you know, it's not that fucking different than like drinking. Like I know there are some people that really like love the taste of like alcohol or scotch or whatever. Like, okay, you're sick. Like, sorry. No, I don't. Like, like I don't drink tequila because I love the taste right? Like my friends and I drink tequila, like most people do, because we like how it makes us feel after. And, you know, like we take shots and we make it fun so that we can get drunk or we'll make a mixed drink and, you know, so that we can get tipsy. And yeah, we like the taste of wine, but no one's sitting around drinking it or most people aren't sitting around drinking it because they just love the taste so much. You know, it's because of how it makes you feel. And that's kind of why you end up liking the taste because you associate it with that great feeling. Very few people try their first sip of alcohol and are like, wow, you know, like when you're, when you are like in high school or college and you start drinking, it's like, ew, what the fuck is that? You know, when you're little and you like taste a sip of wine, you're like, why the, how do adults drink that? Ew. It's kind of the same thing. It just has such a different stigma. It's like, no, I don't drink celery juice because I crave the taste. I drink it because I love how it makes me feel, because it gives me energy, because it makes me feel less bloated, because it makes my digestive system work and feel so much better, like, because it helps with my eczema, because it just, like, everything about it. And then, like, because of that, and because it keeps making me feel good over and over and over, I start to look forward to drinking it, and I start to like the taste. Like, it's the same thing, except just, like, wellness is sustainable and actually good for you, whereas, like, drinking is toxic and poison and <laughs> I mean I still fucking love it like don't get me wrong but I'm just saying so I think if you think about it like that it's just so many people use health and wellness as like a punishment you know so many people view food and exercise as this like energy in energy out exchange system so many people exercise to punish themselves so many people view food from such a restriction mindset And like, it's such a radical shift and it's so fucking hard to do, but it's not complicated. It's really simple. Like the reason I titled my post, my story, Unbecoming is because all of this shit, it's not inborn. We're not born hating ourselves. We're not born being scared of certain foods. 
all of those things are taught to us by society and they're all fucking bullshit. And it's really fucking hard, especially now because there's so many people on Instagram and on social media who spew different things and try to sell you their fad diets. And trust me, I've fallen victim to those countless times. I tried F-Factor. I fucking tried BBG. I was probably one of the first people to buy BBG. I remember my senior year of high school printing it out and or getting it printed and bound at Kinko's. Okay, it wasn't even an app yet. <laughs> I remember, like, I, I, I don't even know if I was in high school yet. Maybe I was a freshman in high school, but doing the same thing with Tone It Up, buying the digital download and getting it bound because I, <laughs> because I wanted to learn, you know, about health and wellness. So I get it. I get it. And I really, really wish that that I could do something to help more girls. But it just, it really just comes down to that. You know, you might even think that what you're doing is sustainable. Maybe you know it's not, you know? Maybe you're restricting so much, you're being so regimented that you just know. It's just like, look at what you're doing, especially if you're my age, look at what you're doing. Think about yourself as a mom. Do you wanna be a mom doing this? Like, do you wanna be a mom counting calories? Do you wanna be a mom that thinks about a cookie for three days after they eat it? Do you want to be a mom that's looking in the mirror, hating your body? Is that what you want to teach your children? I mean, seriously, if you have beliefs or behaviors that are not sustainable, then what the fuck are you waiting for? And maybe you think they are. Maybe you're like, okay, like, yeah, I think I can live this way. Like, actually, like, take a step back. Seriously. And it's so sad because I see so many of my friends, even people that I would really, really say that they have a healthy relationship with food. And have, and have a pretty good body image in comparison to like the rest of society. And even them, you know, they'll say, I can't wear that. I'll, I can't wear that because this. I can't wear that. Like that just won't look good on me. I don't have the body for that. Like girls that are skinny and normal as fuck. You know, it's just one day we're going to be old and we're not going to have these bodies and no matter what the fuck your body looks like, do you want to like look back on your life and think about all of those days and weeks and months and years that you spent thinking that you weren't good enough because of your fucking body? Because of 10 pounds, five pounds? Seriously? Like stop, literally fucking stop. And yes, of course, if you really need to lose weight for health reasons, if a doctor has told you to do so, you know, yes, of course, it's very important to be a healthy weight. But I know that a lot of you that are listening have normal healthy, thin bodies. And they might not be Alexis Ren bodies. They shouldn't be, by the way, but they might not be exactly what you want them to look like. But I promise you are good enough and you are beautiful and you just need to fucking cut the shit. It's enough. Seriously. I'm so tired of girls wasting time hating themselves and thinking they aren't good enough. All right, let's talk about the title of the entire podcast. You never know. So after I shared my story which is almost two weeks ago now, in a lot of those initial conversations, I kept just naturally saying, you'd never know. Because people had no fucking clue, seriously. My roommates didn't know until two weeks ago. Like, my, my college roommates didn't know until two weeks ago. Girls that lived with me in my sorority house didn't know until two weeks ago. So many people that were close to me, family, friends, like, so many people didn't, really no one knew that I hadn't explicitly told until, until two weeks ago. And that was my own fault. That's what I wanted. I did that on purpose. I spent so much time and energy hiding it. And that doesn't make it better or worse. That just is what happened. And I just wanted to show people like, no matter what it looks like, 
you never fucking know what people are going through. And you would just, you never know. And I know that we're all like aware of the fact that Instagram is a highlight reel. And there's always that like, oh fuck, did the air conditioning just go on? <sighs> oh no, I'll cry. No, okay. And like, there's that lingering awareness that you always know that people could be going through something that you know nothing about. But like, it's just, what, you're not going to sit around randomly thinking of every possible possibility of, of like the shitty things that people could be going through, right? Like that just, you're not going to like catastrophize that much about every single person that you follow. So I think when I spelled it out so clearly for people and people truly had no suspicion, and I know that I did a good fucking job conveying a happy, healthy, beautiful life, which I have, you know, but people were shocked. And that's also something that I want to bring attention to, that having an eating disorder or dealing with anxiety or whatever the fuck you're dealing with, it, it doesn't always look like this all-consuming, locked-in-your-bedroom, emaciated thing, you know, whatever, whatever, it, whatever it might be. You can still have fun with your friends and go out and drink and be the fun-loving girl, but then also have those days that are so painful. You know, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't take away from those friendships and those memories and those happy times I had during those five years. Those were very, very real. I was just also, like, in addition, battling this whole thing that people knew nothing about. So I don't want people that are listening to think that I was just living this total lie and that my life was just complete bullshit for five years. That's not true. All of the happy memories I shared, all of the trips I went on with my family, all of the parties I went to and birthdays I celebrated with friends and the pictures of me smiling, like those were genuine smiles. Like I had some of the best memories of probably my entire life in those five years. But I was also really fucking struggling with this. It's just like those, like those two totally different things were existing at once. Um, and I wish that I never had to struggle with that. I wish that there wasn't this painful, horrible thing that I was dealing with and I could have just been completely present in all of those incredible moments because those were some amazing years, you know, and there, there were a lot of things that I missed out on or couldn't fully be present in because of what I was struggling with. Um, so there were a lot of reasons for me wanting to create this. Also, my whole entire life, I've just always loved sharing. I've always been the girl that was into makeup and skincare and, you know, I love trying new things and finding the best thing. Like I pro like when my friends need a product recommendation, I'm the one they text and they know to fucking trust me because I've tried everything and I only use the best things. It's just like whenever something new comes out, I want to try it because I want to, I just like, you know, like if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like that just doesn't register in my brain. I know that it's like really great in theory, but like I just that <laughs> I do not operate under that notion. Um, I, I like to try things because I like to make sure I, I just, I like things that work and I like feeling good and I want to make sure that I'm using the best I possibly can. So, you know, I want to be able to share my product recommendations and routines and all that shit with you guys. And I'm also just fucking addicted to like growth and becoming a better version of myself. So I'm always listening to podcasts and reading things that inspire me. And, you know, I want to be able to share that with you guys too, because if something helps me or inspires me, maybe it will help or inspire you as well or motivate you or, you know, whatever. And a large part of the podcast is going to be focused around the different guests I have on. I mean, when they come on, I'm going to want to talk about the things that you'd never know about them. That's literally the whole point. You know, most people, especially most successful people have 
that like short form version that they tell people when people ask, you know, what's your story? How did you get where you are? Blah, 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 blah. And you know, maybe they'll say, they'll like briefly touch on adversity or whatever the fuck, but like very rarely do you get a chance to really hear about the shit people went through and overcame and the setbacks they had and, you know, just the, the times they hit rock bottom. And I really want to bring light to that because most people have those moments. Most successful people have those moments. And um, if you're having one of those moments or those times right now, or if you've had them and you, you know, judge yourself for it or you feel shame because of it, I want to show you how many other people have gone through those things and how many people have come out the other side. And I want to show you that it's worth it to keep trying and that your life doesn't have to be like this forever. And I want to show you that you're not broken or defective or less than or destined to deal with this for the rest of your life because you're not. And if you fucking work hard and put your mind to personal growth and beating this shit and getting your shit together, you can figure it out. And especially with therapists and other people. I mean, no one ever said you have to go through this shit alone. Even if, you know, you don't have anything crazy, even if it's just life, you don't have to go through it alone at all. But yeah, I mean, I want to go deep into those topics, the things that you would never know about people. I want to ask them what they wish they could tell their younger selves. That's a lot of what I want to share too, things that I wish I could tell my younger self. It's just I know how many people I touched simply by sharing and being vulnerable and honest, even though it was uncomfortable and scary. So I want to have people on and know they don't have to you know, share as much as I did. I know that I went pretty... <laughs> I was pretty intense, Um, but still, just by simply sharing, I think there's such power in that to really touch and help other people. Um, I never, it didn't even cross my mind when I shared my story, when I was writing it or when I initially posted it. Like the idea of a podcast or anything happening after it did not cross my mind once. Seriously, not a single time. I thought I was just going to post it and then, you know, go back to life as normal. And that means a lot because I'm like just a creative idea, entrepreneurial girl. Like I, I always have ideas swirling in my head and I'm, I swear to God, that idea did not cross my head once. I did not think this was going to affect my life or my platform or anything I do um, after. But it's just when I saw how many people were touched and to the extent which they were touched and moved by simply me sharing. I mean, I posted my blog post on a Thursday. Friday was just like a whirlwind. And I remember vividly on that Saturday, not being able to catch my breath. It was crazy. It was like, it was like just this crazy, amazing adrenaline rush overwhelm that I had never experienced before. Like I, I couldn't catch my breath. I was just so excited, but so overwhelmed in the best way. Like I tried to do a Melissa Wood Health to just get some extra energy out. And like, I had to like lay down. I had to like turn it off and lay down. I was just like, my heart was racing. And I was just waking up like every morning that week at like 3.45 and running to see the sunrise. Like I just had so much energy. I was so fulfilled and inspired and excited by the response I got and surprised. And um, that feeling was something that I, I knew I didn't want to let go of. And I knew that there was more here. There was a lot more here than I thought. Um, And it's just, I never thought that I could like actually impact someone, you know, and, um, 
and I said this in in that IGTV when I first spoke about the podcast. It's it's not because I'm like special or holier than thou or I went through a lot of shit. Like, yeah, I did, but a lot of people go through a lot of shit. It's just simply the power of sharing. And um yeah, it's fucking amazing. So I was talking about Jacqueline Gold. I fucking love her so much. She's literally the best. Right after, or a couple days after I posted my story, I was texting her. And she said, the more you lean in, the more you'll walk away with. You leaned in, and by doing so, you found your light. And now other people get to feel your warmth. And just like, yeah, that's it. That's it right there. That's what the fuck happened, and I'm so fucking happy about it. (laughs) I am. So I'm so excited to be able to create this for you guys. Um, I really just want to create the podcast that I wish existed. This is not an eating disorder podcast. This is not a mental health podcast. This is just a fucking relatable podcast, okay? It's an approachable, non-intimidating, realistic health and wellness podcast. It's just a 22, almost 23, shout out Leo, 22, almost 23-year-old girl who um, <laughs> lives in Chicago. I'm just like, what, about, what the fuck am I doing right now? Lives in Chicago, um, had a really bad eating disorder, overcame it, and is now just really trying to fucking continue to feel better and level the fuck up and be successful and be happy and continue to get her shit together and improve herself and grow all the time. Like, I, I don't know, what do you mean? Like, I, I drink celery juice and like I also like take shots with my friends. You know, I'm here to share it with you, and I want to bring on a lot of people that inspire me and that I find interesting and that I think you guys might be inspired by and find interesting too. And I want to share my favorite things, like my random, you know, deep conditioner situation that, like, I think is the best thing in the world. It really is. I really have to tell you about it, by the way. Uh, Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, like, I've always felt like a guinea pig. Eh, I don't know if that's the right word. Just, like, someone who's, like, been through a lot and tried a lot, and I, like, have a lot of things that I can share from all of those experiences, both like from just simply trying a lot of shampoos to also like having a raging eating disorder and (laughs) being depressed. Um, (laughs) I'm serious. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's the truth. Like, that's the reality of life. Like, we all have bad days and we all love like hair masks, right? I don't know. It's just like, I'm so tired of wellness just like seeming so unattainable and intimidating. Like you can fucking have your lemon water on like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you can like black out on Saturday and Sunday. Don't black out. I I don't, I'm not a proponent of blacking out, but like, you know what I mean? Or shit, I think I said Friday twice. You know what I mean, okay? Like, it's just, and that's fine. It really doesn't have to be all or nothing. I think like the whole issue here is this like all or nothing damaging mindset. And I just want to banish that along with like other things like unrealistic body ideals and um, thought patterns. But (laughs) one day at a time, ladies and gentlemen, I wonder if there are any guys listening to this. Well, (sighs) I'm pretty sure that's all I have to say. I've been talking for, how long is this? 1,344 seconds. Sorry, that's wrong. That's how many beats it's been. My thing thinks I'm making a song, which this is not. Okay, I figured it out. Now it knows I'm not making a song. But there are just, oh, there's so many people that I'm so excited to have on. Both just because I'm excited to have these conversations with them, but also because I'm so excited to be able to share them with you too. Because I know they're going to be fucking amazing. Like Kristen McGrath and Taylor Jacobs in particular. Like, oh, 
just both girls, women, young women that have just, you know, been through so much of the same things that you guys are probably going through or have been through, just trying out different ways of eating and, you know, going through a lot to, to, you know, figure out how to eat intuitively and, and just figure out what makes their bodies feel good. So, um, yeah, I want to include a Q and a portion in every episode. So if you have any questions, please DM them to me on Instagram at it's Hannah Eve or email them to me. Um, you can reach me at Hannah at it's Hannah Um, All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please rate. I don't really know how to do that. Um, (laughs) Fuck. Uh, If you know how to leave five stars in the Apple podcast, is that what it's called? Please do that because I don't really know what it does. People always ask, so I'm pretty sure that it really helps, especially since this is new. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you want to leave a review, especially if it's nice, that would mean so much to me. Please do that. Um, I... (laughs) Have the most amazing day, you guys. I am sending you so much love. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I can't even express how much your support means to me, and I'm so excited to be able to do this. All right, have a great day, guys. Love you. Bye.